Hey, this is Stacy. Welcome to another What We Are Cooking and Eating Now episode. If you guys have never listened to one of these before, in each of these episodes, Megan and I share six meal ideas that we've fed our families in the last week or so. And our hope is that you can turn these meal ideas into your own meal plan for next week, or maybe just put them on your must cook list. Anytime we mention a specific recipe, we add a link to that recipe onto a document that we share in our free community where you can get even more dinner ideas in our weekly meal planning thread. So basically, you want to join us at our community. It's for free, so go do it. You go to dinitjustfeedyou.com backslash community. You sign up with your, with your email, and we never share that with anyone. So you guys, last week I spoke with Julie. Megan is still enjoying summer mode, and I'm so excited about today's guest. It's my sister, Ellen. Hi. Hi. <laughs> it's so fun to have you here. So Ellen and I are sisters, but we didn't grow up in the same house. Ellen is a lot younger than me. Not a lot. Not a lot. Yes, you are. The gap gets shorter as we get older. That's true. That is totally true. That's true. And I appreciate that since I'm the much older one. But we grew up in different homes. And I think that there's something funny about this because I grew up primarily, I spent weekends with you, but I grew up primarily with my mom who does not cook. Her idea of dinner, she, first of all, she was working all the time. And then like, she'd be like, I don't know, like open a can of sardines. I'm like, what the frick? Like, that's not dinner. So part of why I got into cooking is because my mother's mom, my grandmother on that side was a really good cook. And I was around her a lot growing up. And also daddy liked to cook. That's how I remember it. I don't know that he did a ton because he was working a lot too. But I had all these other people in my life who were cooks. And since my mom wasn't doing Jack, you know what, for me, I was like, okay, I guess I got to feed myself. In the meantime, I would see you on the weekends. You lived with daddy and your mom, my stepmom, and both of them cooked. And I just have the best memories of going to your house on the weekends and having like great family meals and it always being delicious. It was such a contrast to my mom's house. And then we grow up and I'm the one who cooks and you... <laughs> <laughs> a little can't, bit more like my cook. mom. <laughs> Cannot cook. Didn't get that. Didn't get that gene. <laughs> Do you have an interest in it at all? No. It's funny that you're saying that because I still remember daddy and mommy cooking and like it was, I, I just, all I wanted was crystal <laughs> or <laughs> happy meals, <laughs> pizza. They would make a spread of good Greek food and yeah. delicious homemade food. And actually the funny story that my, my mom still tells me is that I went over summer break to go visit my aunt, Aunt Leslie. Mm -hmm. And she called my mom and said, Ellen loves my spaghetti. And my mom was so <laughs> jealous because she was like, she doesn't eat my spaghetti. What was it? And she said, it was canned hunts. <laughs> She's loving it over here. <laughs> so I don't know. My taste buds might be off, but I, yeah, it's always the simple route, always has been. And I've never, I'd never had an enjoyment for cooking. Although now that I have kids, I absolutely have to pivot <laughs> and okay, so, figure out how to feed them. 
I want to hear about the kids, but there's Working one problem. other thing. There's one other connection that I just made. I kind of joke that you remind me of Isaac, like you two have some overlapping personality stuff to me. I don't know if you see it that way, <laughs> but I feel like Isaac also like grew up with me cooking everything for him. His absolute favorite thing is like just to go to McDonald's. <laughs> like he's like, he's had it, he's had it. He just wants... Recently, we've been ordering takeout a lot because there's a lot going on this summer. We're packing up our house in Brooklyn to do a renovation. And I've just been ordering a lot. And he's like in heaven. It's his favorite. When I'm like, oh, I'm really sorry, guys. I just can't cook tonight. We're going to order again. He's like, yes. It's his favorite. Um, okay. Everyone knows about my kids already. Tell them about yours. There's three. So oldest is Patrick and he is 10 going into fifth grade. Gabby is my middle. She is eight going into third grade. And then my baby Connor is four and a half and he's starting kindergarten in the fall. Oh, I can't believe how big they are. I know. I know. And um, it's funny because they, they love to eat. They, um, especially the big one, I'm Mm -hmm. constantly amazed at the sheer amount of food that he can devour in one sitting. (laughs) So it's a full-time thing, just trying to keep him full. And they're, and they're all quite picky eaters. I would say they all, um, they all have very expensive tastes. Uh, ironically, they, they're picky, but they like, they like finer things. And it's um, true. Like they're picky about certain things. They're selective, selective. but they'll eat sushi. They love sushi. So every night, I pick them up from school on what do you want for dinner? Sushi, hibachi, steak. Yeah. Yeah. Connor's Connor's favorite, crabs. He wants fresh crabs, fresh boiled crabs. He wants me to pick them, peel them, (laughs) pick them, and give them, give him the the crab meat right out. (laughs) Feed it to him. Hilarious. Mom, please, on plate. But like, that's not picky food. It's not picky. It's just selective is a good yeah. way to describe it. And it's funny because they, they've they been exposed to the food, I would say, through Louisiana, through the New Orleans culture. I mean, I think yep. that's where they get their their taste from. They do, they, they do love seafood. Although now my eight-year-old has, I want to say it's been almost five months now that she has declared herself a vegetarian, <laughs> which has made my life so much harder. <laughs> I also wish people like, it's just so funny. Also, when you know, Gabby, like, I feel like at some point I need to have Gabby on the show, just like me and Gabby, Love Love big, it. big personality, <laughs> big personality. So where did this vegetarianism even come from? Oh, it's too embarrassing to even admit. I don't, it, it certainly wasn't any, any of my influence. Um, I think she, I think she actually overheard it on a, on a YouTube video and she had, <laughs> she has someone that she idolizes who is a vegetarian and she's become fascinated with the idea. But when she first told me that she has uh, decided to stop eating meat and become a vegetarian, I asked her, of course, first, well, why? And she couldn't quite explain why, but she just said, this is what I want. I don't want to eat meat anymore. And will you help me? And I said, I will support you however you would like, but you've got to figure out how to eat vegetables because you don't really particularly like vegetables either. (laughs) So what, what do we like? Um, she didn't even understand the correlation to animals. And so it really is just, 
it's it's just something I think she's testing the waters on. But okay. I'm shocked at how devoted she has been. She has not steered away. Um, she hasn't eaten any meat in yeah five months. Listen to me. It tracks with that girl's personality. She said it. She's going to do it. Right. That's the way it is. And you better get on board or not. That's right. This is what's happening. So, you know, it's it's been interesting to navigate that. I think she, you know, we're, we're trying to get in the habit of cooking more vegetables and um, just having her try more things. But it's definitely challenging. I, I call it a carb diet. <laughs> It's just sugar and carbs. That's sort of how I was a vegetarian too. I was a vegetarian through half of high school and most of college, I think until my senior year. So like maybe for five years or so, five or six years, I feel like. And I mostly just ate pasta because I don't think I really loved vegetables then. And certainly in college, I wasn't cooking vegetables for myself. It probably wasn't the healthiest, but but I made my way. I think of you as being a healthy eater. So I, I I try. I try. I definitely try to I, I eat a lot of salads. We do. We always have a salad. But it's it's hard because I think my biggest struggle is meat, cooking meat well. I don't know like, the grilling thing. I'm not confident in that part. So yeah. I have to lean into other forms of cooking. You know, if it's oven, Instapot, on the stove, but it's it's the meat is where I do get a little stressed out. And the irony of it is that my oldest loves steak. Oh, he just loves steak. (laughs) Also, Patrick used to not eat vegetables. And he still pretty much doesn't. I mean, he'll, he'll, (laughs) you know, what's funny. They all like sauteed mushrooms. They all will eat sauteed mushrooms. And those are the easiest thing. And my go-to vegetable, I would say that, that all three will eat. I saute. And the best is when cook a steak and then use the juice from the steak in that pan, yes. place up mushrooms, butter, steak, yes. you know, juice drippings, and then just saute them. And there, and then Gabby goes, well, this tastes like steak. And I'm like, are, are, are yes. you vegetarian or are you not? <laughs> but that's she wants, the go-to she veg. Wants the flavor. She wants the, the go-to flavor. veg in the house for sure. So that's the lay of the land. The one other thing that I want to add for the purpose of this episode is you just moved. So single mom, three kids, one's a vegetarian. <laughs> Vegetables aren't your fav- the favorite of Patrick's. What about Connor? I actually know Connor's eating a, like the least. He's he's a little bit he's a little bit more flexible, but um but for sure the theme every day which has continued even in the um, amongst the move is three different dinners. Damn. And so it's it's a, an enormous undertaking. Dinner yeah. stresses me out because That's a lot for someone who doesn't even like to cook. <laughs> and so then it's a fourth with me because I don't want any of that that they're eating anyway. So it's like it's it's cooking, it's the priority is getting them all fed their own separate individual meals that have no like weaving in together and then um oh and my then God. What, I either you know, pick at the pick at whatever's left or eat a salad with whatever I throw okay. <laughs> This is for another episode, but like I kind of want to solve this problem for you because that sounds stressful to me. But one of the things that I really admire about your the way that you parent is that you have always been so much more relaxed than me. Like you choose to not stress 
like sweat the small things in a way that I never did when my kids were little. So are you choosing to make all these different dinners because ultimately, like for where you are in this moment in time, that's just easier? It is. I, my main goal is to make sure they don't go to bed hungry. And, and so whatever it takes, but I don't, like you said, I don't enjoy cooking per se. And so it's, um, it's whatever the, it's the path of least resistance. Yes. All right. Well, that's, that's the way you got to do it sometimes. Mm -hmm. So what was the path of least resistance this past week? What have you fed them and yourself? So I am two and a half weeks in to my new house. Not far. I didn't, I only moved about a mile away from my old house. So not a huge move, but a move is still a move. Everything's got to, everything's got to come out in and out of boxes. Um, I actually started the week with my kids by having another friend over another mom friend. I, uh, I do love my other mom time where we yes. can get our kids together and hang out and have a glass of wine while our kids play. And we were kind of assessing the situation and it's always like, okay, it's about to be dinner time. What do we do? And to be honest with you, we were like, let's do tacos. Let's just order tacos. Okay. Tacos are always an easy thing because you've got all the elements. And I will say that Gabby will eat some rice and then I can make her a little salad with like the lettuce and, you know, do a little, use the fixings from the tacos to, to accommodate her. Connor loves rice and beans and Patrick will absolutely eat some steak tacos. So we did yeah. take out from Chipotle um, with our kids. So we fed five kids and everyone has their own thing. Some will just cheese and taco like a quesadilla type thing. Some will devour the steak, but ultimately it was an absolute hit because it's something for everybody, but it's all those elements. It's the sour cream and the cheese and all these things that to put that together it's not the hardest thing, but that it's the ease of ordering that to go. And, and everyone is, it's something for everybody. Yeah. Megan and I have talked about this, that people talk about tacos being like an easy dinner and they really can be, but we do encourage people buy it pre like the pre-shredded lettuce, the pre-shredded cheese. Cause otherwise same with like nachos, people love nachos for dinner, but you're putting out a thousand things. And by the time you're done, you're like, this is annoying, actually. Like this was supposed to be an easy dinner. Okay. So Chipotle, what did you eat Chipotle too? I did. I did. I made a, I made a taco, did a little taco salad and it was delicious. Nice. And, and, and chips and chips and queso. Everybody loves chips and queso. I, you know, if I could figure out how to make it um, homemade somehow, I would, I would, Ellen, I would be open I to can that. help you. With okay, please. <laughs> okay. The next time I see Let's you, that. Like, that's nice our goal. A homemade pizza dip. That's because that's always a winner. What else? Um, the, so the next thing was my go-to. So I have one, <laughs> one recipe that I cook <laughs> and it's, it's not, uh, not anything spectacular, but they all enjoy it minus Gabby now, but I'll tell you it how she, how she weaves her way around it. So spaghetti and meatballs. And I do, they, I am always pleased with making it because it's probably the one thing that I can get away with feeding all of them across the board. What I, the way that I like to make my meatballs is to actually take the, I love to buy that pre, like the, the mix where it's veal and pork. Yep. Mix it together, two eggs, a cup of breadcrumbs, some seasoning, make them into shape them into the little the little meatballs. And then what I do is I take a pot of tomato sauce. I I can't yeah. lie. I will use Rayos and it's and it's 
delicious. Everybody loves it. So I'll boil, I'll bring the, the, the sauce to a boil and then I'll drop the raw meatballs in it and actually boil them in there. And they become so tender and that's yeah. fine. And it's, it's nothing special. I don't put any like, so the seasoning part is, is hard because if they feel a onion, <laughs> what is this? With their <laughs> little tongues. And they will spit it out. So, so we have no texture in, in it. It's just onion powder, maybe garlic powder, but it's, it's straightforward. But to, to me, I think what makes it, I think there's a lot of debate on how to make a meatball. A lot of people bake. Um, and then put them in the sauce, but I drop them right in the sauce. I do it for about 15 minutes and they come out tender and delicious. And I eat that without the pasta. That's what I, so here's where the, the separation comes in. You've got <laughs> Gabby who will eat the sauce from the spaghetti yes. meatballs over the noodles. Got a little tint of meat flavor. Exactly. There. But she can feel good about herself. She yes. didn't eat the meat, but she gets to <laughs> totally. get the flavor from it. And the other two will gladly eat that with a ton of Parmesan on it, fresh yeah. Parmesan. And it's Does Gabby eat too. cheese? She eats cheese. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, she'll do Parmesan on it. And then I I like to not do the pasta. So I'll eat three, four meatballs with just tons yeah. of mozzarella cheese on it. And it'll just, it's delicious. Okay. So you are hitting on something that I really want to like highlight because Jenny, who you know, I've talked about Jenny on the show before. She took care of my kids from the time that I think Isaac was 18 months old until they went, they were both in school. Jenny's meatballs are still an absolute favorite. I did a version of them for my first cookbook. I don't know if you know that, but that's like Jenny's meatball recipe in there. And she used to flavor the meatballs with ketchup because you know how ketchup has like, it has yes. some tomato, it has a little tang to it. It has like a lot of like onion flavor. But that would make it possible to not put pieces of onion in there. Like it does the job of hitting a lot of flavor marks without having to do a lot of ingredients. And then she also would just drop them in the sauce. And it is perfect for picky eaters because they become, if you brown a meatball, you're going to get texture just from browning it. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a little hard and crispy on the outside, soft on the inside, which most of us like. But picky eaters, it's genius to just drop them in sauce. They become like fall apart, tender, yes. soft. Exactly, exactly. And and so my oldest, he doesn't love the meatball, but he'll just like mash or I'll mash it up for yeah. him and it becomes like a meat sauce. Yes. And it's the smallest thing, but to a picky eater or to someone, yeah. a collective eater, he sees, he feels that's what he wants. So you know yeah. what? We've made everybody happy. We've made everybody happy with it. All right. What's the third thing? The third thing. So really the third thing we did was breakfast for dinner. <laughs> so breakfast for dinner is always a hit too. We can always find uh, a way to solve for everybody. I will say Connor doesn't love eggs. They all love to cook eggs though. So they That's all want funny. to participate in the eggs. Now everybody wants an egg a different way. Oh boy. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> but, <for> that. <laughs> but it becomes a whole participation like <laughs> thing where everybody gets involved. Um, you know, Connor wants to help crack, Gabby wants to scramble, Patrick wants to pour. <laughs> so we we do this mishmash and it always becomes eggs, you know, three different ways. But um we'll do some scrambled eggs and then I, of course, have to usually I'll fry a few eggs first and do that with toast. So Patrick, because he eats four meals for just like four plates of food for dinner. Totally. So he'll yes. start as his appetizer with like a couple fried eggs with some toast on the side. And so I get yeah. that out of the way. 
pan's hot. Then I go in, we scrambled some eggs and, and do that. Gabby will eat some eggs. Um, not her favorite, but she'll, she will, she, she, she'll, she'll eat some eggs. And then, um, I start making breakfast sandwiches. So what I like to do is I like to go, I love Costco. Costco is a lifesaver. They do yeah. they deliver on Instacart. So I'm there like every other week. I'm like, deliver me some. The croissants at Costco are the best. $5. Ooh, hot get, tip. You get 12 gigantic, beautiful croissants. And those things, they, they put them on a pan and they heat up so well. It becomes like a great breakfast sandwich bread. So scrambled eggs, cheese, Ham, he usually likes Canadian bacon fried up a little bit. Yes. 100% and that they will, they will love. Minus Gabby. She'll just do the eggs and usually, you know, her new thing too is, um, if, so if I'm doing that, what I did this week was just help her do some vegetables on the side, some like a crudite type situation. Yeah, that's what I was just carrots, ask. celery. And here's what I recently figured out because I've tried all the dip dressings and dips and, Nothing. She's not a condiment girl, but she likes she likes ranch dressing. But she's picky about it, of course. This ranch is only the ranch certain I like. ranch. Yes, exactly. totally. but we still haven't found one that she likes. So you know what? The other day I said, "All right." She doesn't like Hidden Valley. No, but she. I said I, it was a light bulb. I was like, "Oh wait!" I said, "Gabby, we can make our own ranch." And I got the dressing, and I got the buttermilk. And I let her do it, which again is, I think that's, that's the key for my kids. They do want to be involved. And I'm like, Hey, look, the more you do, the less I have to do. So I showed her, I put out the ingredients and she was floored. She said, mayonnaise is in this. And I said, don't, don't overthink it. Just, just do <laughs> it. Just do and it. see how it tastes. So she mixes up a packet of ranch dip and yep. the buttermilk and the mayonnaise does it all herself. And she was like, this is awesome. So oh. I'm like, perfect. Perfect. Here's some veggies and here's some dip that you just made. She feels proud of herself and um, some scrambled eggs on the side for her. And everyone's satisfied. Do Connor and Patrick eat any of the veggies on the side? Nope. Nope. That's that's it. No, they don't. And, um, you know, it's where we we navigate it fruit. We do a lot of fruit. We always eat fruit. We have a lot of like, we always have apples, strawberries, bananas, raspberries and blueberries when I, you know, when they're in season. And um, I try to always keep a good amount of fruit on hand. And that's my go-to. So it's almost breakfast for dinner is a, is a very common theme in my house. And it's, you know, like yogurt, we can do parfaits, sometimes granola and some honey and, and Gabby likes that. Um, again, everyone's got their own thing. So it's a lot of just variety. Sometimes if you walked into my house for dinner, you'd be like, wow, there's three whole different meals (laughs) happening. But I feel like they're helping. It's not like you're short order cooking. I feel like they're having a say. I mean, you are doing a lot. I'm not trying to say you're not, but like they're involved. Yeah. And I feel like that's also getting them on the way by the time your kids become my kids' age they'll be able to like whip themselves up a meal mm-hmm. and like, you know, you don't want what I'm making or I'm making a big salad for myself. You want some, if not like scramble yourself some eggs. Like my kids won't do that. Well, Oliver might, but I don't think so. Real quick before we move on to what I made this week, do you pack their lunches or do they eat lunch at school? I, I do not pack their lunches and they eat school lunch. And for the most part, I don't hear any complaints. Okay. Um, but it's been a little tricky with Gabby. She, she oh, just yeah. tells me, and here's my, here's my thing with her. I said, 
sweetie, if you make me a list of what you want, I'll be happy to buy it and you can pack your own lunch. But until then, until you can figure out your way. So, so this summer has been sort of the start of that because at camp we do pack lunch and, um, she she's participating it's it's you know it's it's pasta noodles in the thermos it's a lot of fruits a lot of yogurt she likes fruit cut up she likes fresh fruit cut up and some yogurt and some you know little veggies okay so you're not meal planning are you you're like i i fly by the seat of my pants <laughs> i like it and then how often are you ordering from costco then or do you just order every, a big thing every week so or every other week so we we swap week on week off and every week as I prepare to get the kids for the following week, I'll do a big yeah. Costco order, tons of milk, cereal, uh, that they eat cereal, so much cereal. Yeah, so much cereal. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's, it's a breakfast, lunch and dinner thing. Like they, oh, they totally. Patrick wants a bowl every, every hour just for an appetizer. Yes, um, totally. I can but, really. But yeah, every, every other week I do a big order. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm actually, I have to tell you that I'm very impressed. Not that I didn't expect great things from you, but I just know that cooking isn't your thing. It's not. <laughs> 2024 is the year we're focused on finally reducing dinnertime overwhelm at Didn't I Just Feed You? And that means making grocery shopping easier and more cost effective, especially when it comes to the foods we all tend to spend the most on, like meat. Enter ButcherBox, where you can count on incredible deals on premium cuts. At ButcherBox, you can choose a curated box or customize your order of 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood to stock your fridge with all the proteins you need for the week, month, or even the year at prices that are hard to come by at the grocery store. That's all your protein shopped for in one shot at great prices delivered to your door with free shipping. Just one change, switching over to ButcherBox, and you guarantee yourself fewer trips to the grocery store and savings that are hard to find at the supermarket. Dinnertime overwhelm, be gone. ButcherBox is offering our listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential, three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a whole year. Plus, you get $20 off your first order. Sign up today at butcherbox.com backslash D-I-J-F-Y and use the code D-I-J-F-Y, short for Didn't I Just Feed You, to choose your free offer and get $20 off. Do you ever feel like you're in a never-ending cycle of snacks and meals? We get it. That's why we're excited to share Home Threads, the ultimate solution for creating a stylish and functional family space. At homethreads.com, discover furniture that can handle the chaos of family life. From wipeable dining chairs to kitchen tables and light fixtures. Or you can just freshen up your kitchen with trays, counter lamps, decor, and other affordable accents that will help you update your kitchen into a room you love spending time in. Head over to homethreads.com slash D-I-J-F-Y, short for Dinner and I Just Feed You, to get a code for 15% off your first order. Because if you're going to be feeding them three times a day, plus snacks, you deserve a home that feeds your style. Home Threads, love where you live. That's homethreads.com backslash D-I-J-F-Y today to get 15% off your first order. Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, Build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. Is anyone else struggling with what to wear these days? 
I've been pretty frustrated with getting dressed over the last few months as I've navigated body changes, and some days I quite literally have no idea what to wear. Enter Armoire. Armoire allows you to rent high-quality designer clothing for every occasion. When I signed up, I took a style quiz, and based on my preferences, they offered suggestions that would best match my life. I've been renting clothes from Armoire for a while now, and the more I rent, the more on point the suggestions get. Plus, you send what you wear back, which is a great way to try new styles without waste. Armoire also has such a fantastic range of options. Whether you're planning an outfit for a date night, packing for a conference, or maybe a family event, or just need some updated options for everyday life, you'll be the best-dressed person in the room without ever having to find time for an exhausting shopping day. Right now, Didn't I Just Feed You listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash D-I-J-F-Y. That is armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash D-I-J-F-Y to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try armoire today. All right. So here lately, cooking hasn't been my thing either. There's been a lot going on in my house. I've been ordering a ton, which has made my kids very happy. But I did make a couple of things. Um, Also, you know, I'm usually really good at like meal planning and then I buy my groceries for the week and I know exactly what I'm going to make. And I'm also not one of those people who's like, oh, I said I was going to make chicken marsala on Tuesday and I don't feel like that. Like if my Tuesday plan says chicken marsala, we're eating chicken marsala. Like I might switch some things around, but I haven't had time and I've been doing a little bit of traveling. I haven't had time to plan. And I'm just not as good when I'm flying by the hip these days because I think I just have too much on my mind. But I did make chicken marsala. I had plans to make a cauliflower salad with dates from a site called Smitten Kitchen. I did not make that. The cauliflower is still in my fridge stressing me out. I'm going to link to the recipe just so people have it. But I ended up just getting like pre-washed spinach and putting like a dressing on it, like a store-bought dressing. I'm really weird about, like, if I have chicken marsala, I want my salad to feel like it's an Italian salad. Like, I don't like mixing cuisines. I want it to feel like a cohesive meal. But the only dressing I have on hand is, like, a Japanese-style orange ginger dressing. And I, like, was like, sorry, guys, this is the only dressing I have. They were so happy. They're like, great, this is the exact dressing we want. And then they eat the chicken marsala, except they don't eat the mushrooms. My kids don't eat mushrooms. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. The one mushrooms they eat was when Uncle Patrick made the mushrooms like a couple of years ago. They still talk about it. Those are good mushrooms. The mushrooms those are good mushrooms. I think those are the same ones that I make. Butter. I know. And steak flavor. That's the yeah. way to go. And I, your ex is a really good cook. He is. It's true. But I'm going to tell you, like there are some things he makes like he's born and raised in New Orleans, which is where you live. But he like there's some things he makes that I would not be able to replicate because they're like regional and he just makes them really great. But like his mushrooms, I replicated them like I got them. They're good. And my kids won't eat them when I make them. Not the same. Really freaking annoying. <laughs> the other thing I made was a quick like from the hip 
orzo dish. Mm. So like I took sausage, I sauteed it, I added orzo, I added fire roasted tomatoes and some chicken broth. It all cooked together. I added more of that baby spinach because every week, if I don't, even if I don't have a plan, I buy one of those huge baby spinaches containers. And then I put tons of Parmesan, but I have to put like a little Parmesan in while it cooks and then pretend that I didn't because Oliver says he doesn't like Parmesan. But he likes, he clearly likes a tiny bit of Parmesan flavor because he'll eat it. But like sometimes if I put too much, he'll like detect it. He still will put like the spoon to his mouth and stick out his tongue, like, like just to taste test it a little tiny bit. But he did not detect the Parmesan this time. It was a great one pot meal. I used to do this all the time when they were little. I kind of forgot about it. It's kind of one of my survival meals. That went over great. And then the last thing I made was carbonara. I think of you as liking carbonara. I do. I do. Isaac loves it. It's one of his favorites. So I had a bunch of bacon and I had an egg and Parmesan. And I really forget how incredibly easy it is. Would your kids eat carbonara? Yes. I think not Gabby now because the bacon. Although... You could use some of the bacon fat. You could crumble the bacon on the side and she'd be so happy because, again, that little mm-hmm. the little hint of bacon mm-hmm. flavor she without wants eating the, the flavor meat. of meat. She just doesn't want to eat it. I get it. So it was that was it. That's what I made this week. It was really simple. I'm out here just surviving these days, which I think is how we all feel. That's true. Very true. Um, Ellen, it was so nice to have you on the Thank show. Thank you for having me. I'm I, so I, excited. I, I, I listened to the last episode and you mentioned, or one of your last episodes, and you mentioned Mike's risotto. And I thought, mm, I could really go for some of that risotto right now. I did. Now. You so, know, have you ever had it? You must have had it at oh, some yeah. point. Oh, you, yeah. Said, you said his one meal that he cooks. And I said, oh, risotto. And I thought, oh, <laughs> yes. I love some of that right now. Totally. It's his one thing, but it has hunks of onions. So your kids would not approve. Sounds delicious. You guys, thank you for listening. You can get recipe links to anything we mentioned here by visiting our free community. So if you haven't joined us there, why not go right now? Didn't I just feed you.com backslash community. Or if you want to look into getting bonus episodes and ad-free stream of Didn't I Just Feed You and other goodies, join our supporting community. All the information for the supporting community options are on the same page. You can also follow us on Instagram where we are at Didn't I Just Feed You. A huge thank you to my beautiful sister, Ellen, for being on the show today and our producer, Samantha Gatsik. I am Stacy. Stay sane and well-fed if possible. Until next week.